0: Welcome to the Movies to Watch Before You Die podcast. I am your host, Dylan, with my co-host. Gab. Yeah, you could say your own name. Feel, feel yeah. Feel free. Come in at any time. You can interrupt me. I,
1: I often get nervous because I like it when you say your own name, and I'm always like, my co-host, and then the listeners can't see, but I point to you and really indicate with my hands and my eyeballs that I want you to say your name, and then you just did it to me for the first time, and I decided to use some kind of crazy inflection. I didn't just say <laughs> Gab. I said, Gab. Do, so- do you want to do it again? i mean no i'm your host dylan
0: with my co-host gap question i'm (laughs) dylan i'm ron Ron burgundy Burgundy. (laughs) (laughs) so all right we were finishing up talking last week about vampire's kiss and we didn't even have time to say what the next movie we're going to do was
1: can i just say yes i have not stopped thinking about vampire's kiss have you
0: I fully did. Yes,
1: (laughs) I not stop thinking about it. I'm like bringing it up in casual conversation with people. I can't stop thinking about it, and like, I want to talk to my boyfriend about it, but he hasn't like he listens to the podcast and he hasn't listened to that episode yet. Obviously, because it's it's not out yet as of the day that we're we're recording this. And I just I can't stop thinking about it. So I don't rescind my vote, um, but I just it's really stuck with me. So Scotty Cameron, if you're listening, and we know that you are, damn.
0: Yeah, I, I like neither Neither one of us was harsh on it. Like we were both like it, it's it's funky, but uh, I don't think Scotty Cameron and correct me if I'm wrong, Scotty. I don't think he's saying it's like the greatest film of the century, but I think he's sure. saying it's a movie to watch before you die in the sense that. I wouldn't change my vote, but damn it, if it was not, it, it caught me after a while. You know what I mean? After a yeah. while, I was like, I can't take my eyes off of it.
1: I keep thinking about Nicolas Cage half home, crazy homeless looking man half in his therapist's office having a reasonable conversation anyway Good that's scene. not why we're Good here
0: scene. it is wild that i was just saying we've spent so much time talking about vampires kiss and then you're like wait one more thing <laughs> one more <laughs> okay but today we are here to talk about my pick because i could not believe that gab had not seen it miss congeniality
1: it's true i had not seen it
0: which I have, I'm hoping that this isn't like some movies have suggested where you're like, I know all the lines already, yada, yada. Because I think that this is a genuinely hilarious movie. I do have some things that I'll say about it, but I'll get to that in a minute. Okay. But, Gab, what I first wanted to ask was, what's it about? What's this all been about? What am I working
1: toward? You think you know everything about me, don't you? I dive
0: you're a I bloody well ought to.
1: So this movie is about an FBI agent, a particularly unladylike FBI agent who is chosen to go undercover as a beauty pageant contestant. Um, and it's all about it's a scholarship her scholarship
0: tra- competition. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it is about her um, kind of transforming and and learning, I think, from the women that she once perceived as like airheads and um the the mission that they are on to uh, get a what I would call a terrorist.
0: Oh, wait, we also we got to we got to say another thing before I give the official plot. First, we got to say. Something, uh, you know, Gab, I think I'm at the age, I think 30 was the age where my brain just starts to go.
1: I'm so nervous. I feel like you're looking at me like I should know what you want me to say and I don't.
0: Well, OK, I know one of the things one of the things was that we, we should say, why are you listening to us talk about this?
1: Oh yeah. Um, well, if you've made it this far and you haven't turned us off, it's it's really this is on you.
0: Remarkable, yes. <laughs> very <laughs> impressive on your part. Kudos like this, to you.
1: This is your this is a you problem. Um, I am a a uh, what I'll call a reformed actress. Uh, no longer in the field, but someone very educated on the craft and um, character development and uh, character design, and so I believe that I am. Listen to me trying to sell myself. Listen, I don't have to prove myself to you. That's my background, and that's why I'm here. How about you?
0: Good for you. I'm a former <laughs> video editor, uh, and I went to film school, and I also am, you know, reformed video editor because I'm not doing that anymore either, but we also just really like watching movies. Like, hopefully you do too. Yeah, so now our you're family listen-
1: really follows their dreams, don't we?
0: <laughs> for, for a bit, and then we stop. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're going to hear us talk about miscongeniality, and hopefully you're going to like it. Yeah. Okay. The other thing, I remembered it because my brain it's recovering. Uh spoilers. We I it, that was it. I was just gonna say there will be spoilers in this conversation.
1: Honestly, at this point, like if I'm not the last person on earth that hasn't seen this movie, then like I, I don't I don't know what to tell you.
0: Yeah, you probably saw this movie already. But since Gab gave her plot already, I'm gonna give the IMDB plot summary, which says an FBI agent must go undercover in the Miss United States Bugin Patty. <laughs> All right, I quit. Oh no! Oh my god! Okay.
1: If you edit this out, I will never speak to you again.
0: Oh my god! I can't believe that actually happened,
1: (laughs) Zach. If
0: you're listening, (laughs) let's try that again. An FBI agent must go undercover in the Miss United States beauty pageant to prevent a group from bombing the event. You stop laughing! Damn it! I can't. (laughs) The tagline. (laughs) Come on, get serious. Um, all
1: right, I'm, all right, all right, all right. We're talking about cinema.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the tagline is unpolished, unkempt, unleashed, undercover.
1: Yep, that that about describes it. Uh-huh. Oh my
0: God. All right, Gab. Before we continue talking about what I believe is a masterpiece, Miss Congeniality, <laughs> because it undeniably is, uh, let's go to our comments from last episode and talk about the male. Mail, 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 mail. That's the yep. new mail song. I didn't even put Love in the that. mail song. No, I'm going to put in the mail song. It's better than me doing a ditty. Oh, boy, like you're going to leave. Simpson. You're going to leave. For we calm. leave everything, Gab. Every that time is... I say I'm going to cut something, I don't cut it. Mail time. When you control the mail, you control information. Mom asked me to ask you if there's any mail for us here by mistake.
1: What? Um, The Ashley Simpson reference, the little Diddy, is extraordinarily esoteric and I'm obsessed because that's what I think of every time someone says Diddy, even when they're talking about Puff Daddy.
0: (laughs) I was going to say not even P? (laughs) (laughs) Not even Sean Combs? Okay. Sean Combs included. (laughs) Let's get to comments besides ours. So on Vampire's Kiss, our last episode, Scotty Cameron first said, first, an important comment. Oh, he did then add more to it. Okay. Oh, I get it. He (laughs)
1: said for, oh, I understand. He was the first to
0: comment. Yes, yes. It was a race to the top. We're (laughs) going to be doing, the mail section alone is going to be ours today, Gab. I just want you to know. (laughs) Okay. Scotty. I've seen this movie twice because I wanted to get the uncensored cut given that it would be censored on TV. The scene of Peter and Alva in a taxi was much funnier uncensored. I knew Cage wasn't a vampire, unlike some people. He didn't say that, but I did. Okay. Uh, because he kept seeing his reflection and Rachel never was in the shower with him. I never knew his psychiatrist was in his imagination, which is interesting because, and let me ask you something because we didn't address this. Do you think the psychiatrist was imaginary the entire movie? I just thought it was at the end. It was. Yeah.
1: Imaginary. Yeah. I assumed it was imaginary at the end because he was just picturing himself talking to her. I. So here's why I think I'm going to give one very specific example of why I believe that she's real. He calls her, she answers the phone, and there's like a very young male lover in the background that is so unnecessary. And I don't think he would imagine her having a young. Do you remember what I'm talking about?
0: Vaguely, but uh, to be fair, the majority of the movie is unnecessary. <laughs> I, I, that I suppose that's true. Um, Scotty could be right just because. Our protagonist is an unreliable narrator and we can't really trust anything from their point of view. That's true. That's very Uh, true. You know, I I thought she was real, which I guess you did too, until just Uh the very end. Yes, absolutely. hundred percent. Okay. So continuing. Where was I? Okay. Cage is consistently fun to watch because he's so over the top, like in The Wicker Man, Con Air, National Treasure, and Ghost Rider. Con Air. I love that movie. Uh, Scotty, I'm going to need you to amend that list, include Face Off, because I'm going to have to force Gab to watch Face Off at some point. Yeah, yeah. My brother says Vampire's Kiss would be dull without cage. He's the complete opposite of somebody like Steven Seagal. I'm not one of those people who bases their personality around liking Vampire's Kiss. However, mm-hmm. I had a co-worker who was like that. He quoted the movie every time I came to work after learning that I saw it, and he saw Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent on opening weekend. Did wow. you see Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent? No. It was
1: pretty good. Is that the one where he plays himself? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. No,
0: Pedro Pascal though kind of steals that movie from. Him.
1: I love Pedro Pascal. Don't even oh, talk doesn't. to me about Pedro Pascal. He doesn't like Pedro honestly. Pascal. The only thing I know him from is Game of Thrones, but he was my favorite character.
0: He's about to be in another HBO series uh, based on The Last of Us, the video game. Interesting. Yeah, continuing. If I can find where I was, okay. I was thinking of Mark Twain when mentioning that Agador was a parody of gay stereotypes because Twain would parody stereotypes in his writing to demonstrate how absurd they are. Mm-hmm. Agador is definitely nothing like Watto in Star Wars or Skids and Mudflap from the Bay, uh, Michael Bay Transformers movies. Yes, appreciate fans equally. I'd prefer not to be in a listener tribunal with Keen Machine. He's a nice guy. Great show as always. Yes. That's funny. We love all of our listeners here. All uh, We can count them on our hands. So they're, Actually, we, we got le- mad love for all. Of them. What? Today, we learned that we have 18 listeners. Did it say that in the Spotify rap thing? It did.
1: And now I, I'm i proud to say that we have more listeners than we have episodes. So how about that?
0: Not for long.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yikes, that's true. But still exciting. Um, A question for you. Um, Do we have more mail about Vampire's Kiss? Because I have something that I need to add.
0: Um, I don't think we have more mail about Vampire's Kiss. We have one more piece of mail, but it's not about that.
1: Okay, well, I'd like to amend something in the episode. I meant to... Actually, no, I'm sorry. Um, I didn't mean to bring this up. This happened afterwards. I want to point out that, um, and and Corey pointed this out to me, I probably wouldn't have noticed without him, um, the character Alva lives in the Bronx, right? They say that she takes the train to Pelham, okay. but when they're in the car, when he drives to her and then they drive back, yeah. they're going to and coming from Brooklyn, like very
0: clearly <laughs> interesting now i think that's yeah. something you know that most people probably wouldn't notice you obviously are more a keen a tune, uh, a keen is not a word more keen, keen or more attuned to noticing that <laughs> reference key uh, machine yeah uh-huh. we love you key machine yeah that's uh, what, but, that's not, what I'm, but we love everyone equally apparently so that's what i was doing the whole time that was a reference the entire time
1: of course and to address uh, one yeah. last
0: thing in scotty's yep. thing which, was that it? Was it the, the weird yeah, geographical yeah, thing? Which is yep, a yep. good point to be made. Thank um, you. He had something here where he said, Vampire's okay. Kiss would be dull without Cage. And I think, I wouldn't even, like, this isn't even a movie without Nicolas Cage. You know what I mean? Like, without Nicolas Cage, that movie would be totally pointless.
1: Oh my god, yeah. Like, if it were somebody making what I would say, like, normal acting choices, um, even if they were a good actor, it would be just a bad movie like he is so just i there they're, i don't have the words like he's just so interesting every choice he made even the ones i disagree with uh from an acting perspective like basically all of them like <laughs> you
0: know um are so interesting you just can't take your eyes off and they're all entertaining you know yeah. what i mean like even if they're bad choices which most of them probably are bad choices they're very entertainingly bad yeah yeah Okay, so we have an email from Key Machine. Vampire movie response. So I, pro- I mean, <laughs> the actual response itself doesn't seem to be about Vampire's Kiss. So s- still right. Uh, greetings, Gavin Dillon. That was very Trumpian of me. Still right. Still correct. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so glad you enjoyed my audio message from last week. It was a lot of fun to put together. Thanks for the kind words. Which not only did I enjoy it, I have like pinned it onto the Movies to Watch Before You Die Instagram because I think it is like. Amazing.
1: Oh, I'm going to use the sound as soon as I uh, put together my own compilation. The sound is
0: wonderful. So good. Scotty, congrats on being the first listener to choose the film of the week under review. Despite these two being unable to crown it a movie to watch before you die, it is a victory nonetheless. Which I will say, as I continue to interrupt everyone's mail with my own inserts, that it's the closest, like, it's the most we've talked about a movie after having watched it by far, Scotty. We literally have had several text conversations where we've been like... Maybe we were wrong. Maybe that should have been it. And the problem is, I still feel like because we didn't crown that one, which was not picked by either of us, I think we're just going to keep competitively disagreeing with each other now.
1: I don't know. I mean, uh, it doesn't matter. Continue. Uh,
0: Also, you guys made my top five podcasts on Spotify Rap this year. Do I say thank you or do you or both? Who knows? (laughs) Either way, I'm happy it happened. Keep it keen. Well, I don't believe you need to thank us, but I, I think I already put it out on Instagram when I posted about it. But thank you to our main listeners who speak to us, Scotty Cameron and Keen Machine, and thank you to our listeners who don't speak to us. We still got mad love in our hearts for you.
1: That's the second time you've chosen to use the phrase mad love. Is it really? When was the Did first? You... <laughs> I mean, maybe four was minutes it... ago. Wait, you really? Said... <laughs> yeah said we got mad love for our listeners I've never heard you say that in our 30 years I got I got one mad time. love
0: for everybody <laughs> well, that's I got the maddest love you. for Giselle though <laughs> of course <laughs> she's she my number one okay uh, now that we've gotten through the mail super successfully no problems and this was smoothly done yep. we can get back to talking about Miss which we will obviously agree on right of course okay sure Getting back to it now. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. I guess let's give our opinions now. In this critic's opinion, you know that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Well, I have a right to my opinion, and my opinion is you have no right to your opinion.
1: Why don't you start since you chose the the
0: movie?
1: <sighs> and I need <What? laughs> a second. <laughs>
0: Uh, quite frankly, based on the way we're both speaking, I think I'm the one who needs a second. I might be having something going on with my brain here. <laughs> Are you having an aneurysm? I don't know. What you time did you wake up this concerned. morning? I woke up at five, then six, then seven. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I woke up at four. So. Yeah, no, it, this excuse. was. It's not a sleep thing. It's just a brain thing. Okay. Your right. brain, no All good. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. I think Ooh. that this is. <laughs> A charming delightful movie you stop laughing
1: I'm I'm not laughing this is serious business
0: we're so serious right now uh I think everyone is so funny and so charming in this movie particularly on rewatch uh you know obviously Sandra Bullock is great Benjamin Bratt is great Michael Caine is great the three of them are probably the bulk of your comedy here sure but I also find William Shatner hysterical every time not even that he says something he's just on screen making faces sometimes and I'm cracking up at him
1: yeah 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 i agree with that um uh, the male romantic lead his name again
0: benjamin brat or benjamin
1: brat you know? no 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 benjamin brat do okay. i know him
0: uh, personally i don't know but uh, he was on <laughs> law and order he's been he's been in a lot of things um he was in recently on hbo max dmz um mm-hmm. I'm like, he's in so many things, Gab. All the things as I struggle <laughs> to think of things. He was in the despicable me too.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's definitely not where I know him from, but thank you. Um he's, he's successful. Matter. I don't have to explain him to you. <laughs> this this is this is my take on this. About uh 15 minutes into the movie, I thought to myself, Oh, so they probably just couldn't afford Sandra Bullock and Matthew McConaughey. So they just got this guy.
0: Wait, why Matthew McConaughey? You thought he was just like very McConaughey-like?
1: Yeah, he's like bargain basement McConaughey.
0: First of all, I think Benjamin Pratt is just as good an actor and probably even better looking.
1: Oh, uh, man. Okay.
0: Benjamin Pratt's a beautiful man. Um, the I... first 15 minutes I find are probably the weakest part of this movie. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Don't get yeah. me wrong. There's lots of funny stuff, and there's, uh, you know, a couple good character moments when you see like Sandra Bullock by herself in her apartment. But I think we were, uh, Giselle watched this with me because she loves this movie. And she was like, you can quote me on this, so I'm doing it. It's aged a bit. You can be strong and sexy. Let's accept women as they are. It's a movie to watch before you die, but it's a bit dated the way the men and women talk about women. And I was like, yeah, she's probably right. But the whole point is that they all have to be stupid and pigs at the beginning also. You know, because by the end, they have to have changed and respect her. And respect what she can do. And realize that, wow, she can do it all. And Sandra Bullock does it all, damn it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny, like... (laughs) It didn't it didn't particularly strike me as like sexist. Um, it just felt like a very heavy-handed character um like plot line, you know, where it's like, she's strong, but she's gross. And then, and then <laughs> like, like, she you know all these other women are beautiful, but they're dumb. And it's like, yeah, I get it. But also I thought it was a little I thought uh, if anything what was really funny was the depictions of the women from the different States. Like I loved New York. I loved California. I thought like the Texas Rhode Island thing was very funny. That was so funny. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Nothing, nothing stuck out to me as like, Whoa, like uh, this is offensive.
0: Um, I think the only scene that really stands out to me that way still is like being particularly like mean that I'm remembering from last night when I watched this is when they're putting swimsuits on the women and they're like, oh and i'm like yeah that's a little gross movie that's probably yeah. that's a little uncool also completely unrealistic technology they're like my daughter has this website of her dolls for her thing and automatically just puts it on the people in a totally photorealistic way
1: that pissed me off because i said the same thing in the <laughs> thing i was like this fake this like we have a computer so we can just make it do whatever we want thing but at is least annoying. The thing, it
0: was for plot purposes to be like oh if this gets out of uh where are they Antarctica it'll spread within you know however many days or something like that right whereas this was just like we need a scene where we can say that all the other women options are really ugly and Sandra Bullock right. surprisingly not ugly
1: like- right 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 <laughs> yeah that was a little bit like all right this is stupid and then the so okay um the oof sergeant I I'm not I'm not clear on what his title would be but the like the big boss I think his name was McDonald's. I think he's
0: the director
1: what Bernie a- Hudson's
0: character from the Ghostbusters yeah.
1: Yes. Is that who it is? Yes. Okay. Cause I was like, I know this guy from somewhere.
0: Yeah, that's probably it. I that's can't think probably, of anything else on the top of my head that it would be.
1: But it, it reminded me a little bit of, you ever watched Brooklyn nine, nine? I have
0: not. Oh my God. What is wrong with you? I mean, a lot. I, you know, my brain—it's no good. But not I mean, that we all—we
1: all heard the beginning of the episode. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, so good. <laughs> and it's it's so good. It's it's so good. And uh, it's um, yeah. He reminded me a lot of the of the captain. But anyway, continue. This is irrelevant.
0: Uh, the captain from Brooklyn Nine Nine. He reminded yeah. you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and he's really, you know, it's a good actor, but he's really just there to show up and be like. Y'all suck.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's his whole yeah.
0: job. Um yeah, I, I feel like the only character that really undergoes an arc would really be Sandra Bullock, but by God, is she just so good in this role?
1: <laughs> yeah, she is. I love her little accent. Um, I will say, generally speaking, I'm not a huge Sandra Bullock fan.
0: I can't think of many other things that like this is definitely the thing I like her the most in. You know, she's in other movies that she's good in that I that I enjoy. But I, I never think of Sandra Bullock as, like, I love this movie because of her. Whereas in yeah. this movie, like, she is the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't, oh, yeah. I can't picture somebody else in the role. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I like a bunch of other movies with her. I like, you know, The Blind Side was fine. Didn't Again, she won an Academy Award for that. And I'm like, did I need to see it?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I digress. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pretty much once you get to the actual pageant, though. I think the movie is keeps a really good pace and it's hysterical the whole time from there. Yeah. The one last thing I do like from the very beginning, and I feel like I forget it's there every time, is her making the mistake on the bust in the Russian restaurant. And she's like, he doesn't get to choke. His victims didn't get to choke on a peanut or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I find that particularly great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was funny. I thought it was cute. It was, I definitely had a moment. These are my favorite moments where at the end, um, which I have heard this song before and I, I didn't know where it was from, but the, you think I'm gorgeous. You wanna date me, love me and marry me. That whole scene. And then he kisses her. I was like, oh, so cute. But I, I thought... was a little bit like, why? Mm-hmm. Cause she's hot now?
0: Um, I guess there is an extent of that, but I think it's just that and working closely with her, he real, you know, they already had a bond, clearly.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's fair.
0: I do also love the other song. And again, it's William Shatner who makes it work. She's Beauty and She's <laughs> yeah. Grace.
1: She's is Miss that
0: United States.
1: from that movie? Or if She's Beauty and She's Grace is like an actual Miss USA thing?
0: I believe it was written for the movie. And I, I have a fact about that later when we get to it.
1: So funny I th- because I heard that. And obviously I've heard people say that before people say that all the time, uh, but I didn't realize it was from that movie.
0: Yeah. I don't think it's like the actual Miss United States song or anything. Yeah. Um I also just think it does like, it, it really doesn't paint any of the competitors in a bad light, much in the way that Sandra Bullock is doing that in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think, I don't think it makes any of them look dumb or like airheads or anything like that. Maybe Cheryl is a bit of an arrowhead, but not never in like a a malicious way.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that
0: actress is great, too. And I never I feel like I've seen her in like one other thing maybe ever. So
1: great. I'd call her bargain basement Kirsten Dunst.
0: Why? <laughs> is it just why? I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out why it would be.
1: Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. It's because she reminded me of Kirsten Dunst.
0: Oh, OK. That makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, But like yeah. like the kind that's 50% off. Although, you. you know what? Hot take, Kirsten Dunst should be 50% off off the top.
0: What do you mean? You don't like Kirsten Dunst? Nope. Oh, I like Kirsten Dunst. I think she's very wait, good.
1: Wait, wait, wait. I'm so sorry. I think maybe I mean
0: Julia Stiles. Oh, my God. Those are and very like, different people, guys. <laughs> nope. I
1: think they're the same person, and I think they both suck. But anyway, who, who you know.
0: Who am well, I? Julia Stiles, I cannot defend because I've seen her in very little. But Kirsten Dunst, great Mary Jane, great in Bring It On, and great oh, in yeah. other things that I'm not thinking about right now. I'm sure.
1: Yeah, I haven't Jumanji. seen
0: Jumanji. Jumanji. She's one. Of, she's one of the main characters in Jumanji. She's the, the kid. O.G. Jumanji. Heck yeah!
1: The last time I watched that, by the way, was with you in the den.
0: Oh my! A God. A long well, time ago. You should rewatch Jumanji. That All should right, be put on I'm your lost. list. Um should we get should we get to facts? Do you have any more strong opinions?
1: No, you know, that's my opinion. It was really good. I liked it.
0: That has me slightly optimistic, but also kind of negatively like I I got a queasy feeling in my stomach right now, like I'm gonna be disappointed.
1: But I want to hear the facts.
0: I want the truth! Face the facts, dokes. Facts have no place with an organized religion. Facts. Okay. So first, rotten tomatoes. The audience score was 69%, with an average score of 3.7 out of 5. See, I, I I dug in here more, Scotty. This is for you. The Thank tomato you, meter was 41%, which seemed very harsh to me. An average rating of 5.1 out of 10, 48 fresh reviews, 68 rotten. Hmm. IMDb gave it a 6.3 out of 10. Sandra Bullock won Funniest Actress in a Motion Picture at the American Comedy Awards, Favorite Mm -hmm. Actress in a Comedy at the Blockbuster Entertainment Awards, and Benjamin Bratt won Favorite Supporting Actor in a Comedy at the Blockbuster Entertainment Awards. I wonder if that's like an organization like Blockbuster Entertainment Awards or if it was the store.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And was it like a local chapter or the entire company?
0: (laughs) Well, it also won the Teen Choice Award for the Choice Comedy and for Choice Wipeout. Choice which, Wipeout? I'm guessing that's based on her falling down after she comes out of the hangar, maybe? I don't mm, know. It's it's yeah. a somewhat iconic Wipeout. Yeah. The movie was directed by Donald Petrie, who also directed How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, which I believe Love. stars Julia Stiles.
1: That, no, Kate Hudson, you fucking...
0: What am I Sorry. thinking of? Save, uh, what's Julia Stiles in that?
1: <laughs> Save the Last Dance, the, ki- the Prince and Me. Oh, you seem to know her well now, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just... I just think she like who let her anyway,
0: continue. You know what? Kate Hudson, not a fan of her. But I digress. How does the guy excuse in 10 me? Days?
1: D- it's in that uh who's the guy from the thing? Kurt Russell's
0: beloved Kurt stepdaughter? Russell.
1: All right, so shut up. Don't talk bad about his kid.
0: Why? I, I, I can love one without loving the other. I'm not related to them. Yeah, that's your problem. That is my problem. I would look, Kurt Russell can be my new daddy. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Tom Petrie directed How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days and Grumpy Old Men. The movie was written by Mark Lawrence, Katie Ford, and Karen Lucas. Mark Lawrence also wrote music and lyrics. And did you hear about the Morgans? Karen Lucas was a writer and producer on The Nanny.
1: Mm, I love The Nanny.
0: Who doesn't? Actually, a lot of people don't like Frank Drescher, but I don't know why.
1: I like Love that show.
0: Of course, the movie stars Sandra Bullock from The Blind Side, Speed, and Gravity. Benjamin Bratt from Law & Order, Michael Caine from The Dark Knight, The Prestige, The Italian Job, and Alfie. And And, Austin
1: Powers. Of course,
0: from Austin Powers 3, Goldmember. Goldfinger's (laughs) the actual James Bond movie. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. I knew Goldmember.
0: Candace Bergen from Murphy Brown, and William Shatner from Star Trek.
1: And Expedia.com.
0: And (laughs) Expedia.com, his other great role, yes. (laughs) Uh, He's dead, yes? No, he just went to space a couple months ago.
1: Oh, that's right. That's right.
0: Who's dead? Who am I thinking of? I don't know. A lot of people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can't read my mind? Nobody no. like William Shatner is dead. Who's like William Shatner? I don't
0: know. Nobody Listen. is quite like Bill Shatner. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. The Ron Tomatoes critics consensus was, though critics say Bullock is funny and charming, she can't overcome a bad script that makes the movie feel too much like a fluffy, unoriginal sitcom, which I also think seems harsh. The box office, well, I started with a review. I should keep going with my reviews before I get to the box office. Mm -hmm. The IMDb featured review, which I put way too much importance on. Eight out of 10, good quality comedy. There are some actresses who produce weighty or worthy pieces of work, and there are those who produce popular movies. Sandra Bullock is an actress who falls into the latter category. Yet in this category, she is at the top of the tree, and it is in films such as Miss Congeniality that she proves it. For a fish out of water comedy, this is a film that plays to Bullock's qualities. Her tomboy image from Speed, her warm humor, and her ability to play for laughs and be deadpan. As such, Bullock is allowed to shine from a cast list containing Michael Caine and Ben Bratt, which I love the first name basis with Benjamin Bratt. However, if I had one criticism, it would be that there are occasions when Caine just appears to be shamelessly mugging and camping it up for the camera to no real effect. There are some genuinely funny moments, mostly centered around the pageant, and it is nice to see such a movie which doesn't take itself worth setting too seriously. Many of the contestants give good supporting performances, and as such, it's hard to pick one out. Overall, it is a bit it is a bit slight, but anyone renting or buying this movie would surely know what to expect. Familiar, funny, and essentially sweet-natured, just like Sandra Bullock herself. A good example of the genre. Our boy, Roger Ebert, gave it two stars yep. out of four. R.I.P.
1: to him. I know he's dead.
0: Yes, he is dead this congeniality is harvest fun of a silly sort it isn't bad so much as it lacks any ambition to be more than it so obviously is i smiled during it and enjoyed bullock but then again i got to see it for free and i'm the guy who thinks speed 2 cruise control is a good movie something not even bullock believes
1: wow for me is a review
0: yeah a lot of the reviews were you know I, i i try and just put out what's out there i'm not trying to bias this towards myself Jim Lane from Sacramento News and Review. Bullock's talents for gentle farce is not enough to carry her here. There are only so many times she can get a laugh out of stumbling in her high heels and talking with her mouth full. Mm. Walter Chaw from Film Freak Central. Convenient bimbo stereotypes, bolstered and magnified. Matthew Turner from View London. The title refers to the Miss America pageant. Award given to the person who was nicest to everyone. And this seems perfectly out for Bullock's winning performance. Scott Weinberg from E-Film Critic. Sandra Bullock single-handedly makes this a movie worth seeing, and Steve Rhodes from Internet Reviews, tapping inner reservoirs of comedic talent that even her fans probably weren't aware of, Bullock hits every joke out of the park. Now, a lot of these reviews are mixed, but let's talk about really what really matters in this cruel, cold, capitalistic world we live in: money.
1: Here we this go. Box
0: office mojo. Say, oh no, my source, I've revealed it. Oh, well, it oh no, the budget was forty-five million. The box office receipts, $212,742,720. Wow. So for when this came out, which I think it was 2000. Yeah. Big hit. Big hit. (sighs) All right. I got a couple more facts here. Some making up stuff. Stop me if you hear something you find interesting. Cheryl's answer to the question, what is your idea of a perfect date? Was actually an answer in a real life beauty pageant. No. That's what it says here. Bullock and Benjamin Bratt did all of their own stunt fighting throughout the movie. Jack Gill, the stunt coordinator, said they never had to once use a stunt person and that they were both consummate professionals. Dope. The scene with Gracie coming home after the mission in the restaurant was only scripted as Gracie comes home and starts boxing. The rest, her tripping, kicking the bed, and the microwave oven were all ad-libbed. Hmm. Tina, who was Miss New York's girlfriend, she shouts out as she's eliminated, was actress Jennifer Grace, who originally was cast to play uh, the original Miss New, Jer- Miss New Jersey, who was forced to relinquish her title by the FBI. Her scene was cut and the director felt bad and asked her if she'd like the Tina role Aww. The movie's theme song for the Miss United States pageant was written by screenwriter Mark Lawrence and his seven-year-old son, Clyde Lawrence. Aww. Mark wrote the lyrics and Clyde wrote the music. Which, what kind of Mozart kid is writing the music itself? Honestly. <laughs> Mark Lawrence named the main character after his daughter, Grace. Yawn. In this film, the contestants are depicted wearing swimsuits for a segment of the competition. As of 2018, after nearly 100 years of Miss America competitions, the event has dropped the swimsuit competition and will stop rating women on their physical appearance. Allegedly. What?
1: What else do women have to offer this world?
0: (laughs) Oh my god. I'm not going to say anything to respond to that and go on (laughs) to the next fact. Candace Bergen and William Shatner starred together in Boston Legal. Sandra Bullock and Benjamin Bratt have also uh, worked together in the movie Devolition Man, which mm. you haven't seen that. That's a, a great Sylvester Stallone film where he oh, yeah. frozen and sent to the future.
1: Add that to my long repertoire of uh, Sylvester Stallone movies I've seen. I haven't have even seen, seen Rocky.
0: That devastates me.
1: I'm going to go ahead and call that your fault, if I'm being honest.
0: Uh, it's going to go on the list at some point. We're going to do like a Rocky month at some point. Cause there's at least yeah. four great movies in there. After Sandra Bullock says, I'm gliding here. Asshole. Michael Caine covers his mouth because he is clearly laughing. Funny. Heather Burns, who plays Cheryl had to dye her hair because the director felt she looked too close to Sandra Bullock with her natural blonde hair, a uh, natural Brown hair. Oh, okay. That is just me. Not writing. Well, me brain, no good.
1: you not writing. Well, or you not reading? Well,
0: both oh uh, i see I, I hope i read it right and wrote it wrong how about that okay maybe i wrote it right and read it wrong michael kane <laughs> during the behind the scenes said my wife was a beauty queen she came third in miss world many years ago well not that many years ago i'm sorry shakira <laughs> i just <laughs> thought it was funny
1: wait his real wife yes that's so funny many years ago
0: he will have been married for 50 years next year Aww. Benjamin Brown. Shakira?
1: Wait, hold on. Let's go back. Her His wife's name is
0: Shakira, yes. Not the Shakira. Like Shakira, Shakira. No, she's a is Shakira. She, she's not the Is she Shakira. Jewish? Is Shakira is a she... Jewish name?
1: Uh I guess not. <laughs> no. I don't think so. I know, I know somebody named Yakira. Okay. Y-A-K-I-R-A. <laughs> I don't so know I thought what maybe, maybe all, all Kiras were Jewish. Um, except for Shakira, the Colombian singer. Anyway, there's a
0: famous anime film named Akira. Nothing Jewish about it. <laughs> Just put it out there. All
1: right, that's fair.
0: <laughs> Benjamin, do Brad. you think?
1: Do you think there are Jewish people in Japan?
0: Are you serious? Yeah, I'm sure there. <laughs> there's got to be at least one. Yes.
1: Okay, continue. <laughs> We gotta we, are listen, off the rails. Listen, we gotta we gotta really schedule this recording around days that I don't wake up at four o'clock in the morning and have three energy drinks by six p.m. Continue. Can I finish
0: the behind the scenes on this batch and PewDiePie, please?
1: I would <laughs> I would love it if you did.
0: Last one, Benjamin Pratt was doing an interview just before the twentieth anniversary of the film and said, When I first read it, I wasn't even sure it was funny, but I had no idea how beloved it would become. That's it.
1: That's what we stopped talking about Jewish people in Japan for.
0: Why did we start talking about Jewish people in Japan? I think that's I a topic know. we should clearly get off of.
1: All right. So, okay. What is the next? What, what else do we have?
0: I didn't say. I do have a couple of quotes I really like here.
1: Oh, yes, please.
0: Um. After she. Well, first of all, I'm gliding here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> after she dives on the guy in Texas who has a gun. <laughs> when she's on the news and goes, I think the gentleman will think twice before he lights up again. <laughs> because she said yes. it was anti-smoking yep michael cain's delivery of eyebrows there should be two of them <laughs> Yes.
1: <laughs> agreed
0: uh describe your favorite date that's a tough one i'd have to say april 23rd because it's not too hot not too cold <laughs> all you need is a light jacket <laughs> Of and course. the last one i have is after Uh, The ladies are all drinking Sandra Bullock's water. What are you doing? You're drinking my talent.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that was very funny. That was very funny. Um, Yeah, all great. I think the song that she sings that I sang earlier and will not sing again is a great one. Um, I think William Shatner at the end when they're they're on the news and he's like, it was my song. (laughs) That was funny.
0: I do love how much of, you know, while Gracie is, knocking people out left and right and there's an explosion going on he tries so hard to just keep going with the (laughs) song he consistently is just singing it in the background and i think (laughs) i forget how long he just goes on singing it until finally the bomb goes off yes and even then being the professional he is he finishes it after the bomb explodes
1: and then the the telecaster guy's like all right great great show
0: i yes i actually i really like that too the guy goes all right great show everybody (laughs)
1: it's like all right i'm out of here yeah 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 all good all good
0: i do also like can we say lesbians on television you got a problem (laughs) with that (laughs) (laughs) yes that was great and those are all of my facts and my quotes and my notes all right so well thank you dylan if you want we can just go to our verdicts now
1: okay um why don't you go first? Because obviously we, we can assume your verdict and uh, tell back it up and then I will go. Do
0: or do not. There is no try. The guilty will be punished. Sentence to death. As this was my recommendation, I do think this is a movie to watch before you die. Having rewatched it, I think it's a little bit dated. Maybe just the slightest bit. But damn it, if it's not hilarious and charming the whole way through. So that is what I would say.
1: Okay. So. I would agree with you in that it is hilarious and charming. I really enjoyed it. It was a very... Why are you sitting so far? Dylan is leaning back in his chair so (laughs) far. Because I know what's
0: coming, you son of a...
1: (laughs) No, 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 no. You don't know what's coming. Hilarious, charming. Um, Obviously, some of the... (laughs) He's crossed his arms and is staring at the camera with blatant disdain. Um... (laughs) It. I can't look at you. It is... I, obviously, I knew a lot of the quotes already. I knew the April 23rd. I knew the you want to learn, uh, whatever. Um, I did think that it was, you know, I, I will say this I think it probably needs a second watch to reabsorb some of the, the smaller moments that I may have missed. Um, I think it. It was a little predictable obviously like there are a lot of tropes in there um you know i kind of knew from the very beginning like she's going to turn into a beauty queen she's going to be um more sympathetic to these women she's going to learn a very short
0: movie if she if she doesn't turn into a beauty queen
1: sure right yeah uh, that is true um although listen indiana jones would have uh, ended the same way if he didn't even, if he didn't bother getting off his couch. The
0: rare example of that, yes. <laughs> tropes are tropes for a reason and cliches are cliches for a reason because mm-hmm. a lot of the time they work. When done sure. right, they work. But Here's, continue with your soon get, gonna disappoint me.
1: No, no, no. Let me get to the point. Dylan, I finished this movie, I'm going to say about an hour ago and I was satisfied. I was like, that was good. That was cute. I really liked it. Here's the thing, though. This is episode number what now?
0: This will be number 12.
1: This will be number 12. And for a movie that I liked and was totally cool with, but I don't think I'm going to like really think about... Like I, I wouldn't put it on a list of my favorite movies that I've ever seen. Um, <clears throat> I don't think I'm going to think about it again tomorrow. And like I told you at the beginning of this episode... I can't stop thinking about Vampire's Kiss, and again, I don't think that's a movie to watch for you die. All I'm saying is, I feel like at this point we haven't agreed yet, and this, this, it just wasn't enough for me to be like, "Yep, this is the one." And it makes me wonder, like, if we had already agreed on one, would I be more easygoing on this yes. movie?
0: Yes, of course you would, you son of a, you have I done, just- you buttered me up just to disappoint me. <laughs> That's not true. I felt I, it coming a mile I away. Liked and then just it. when you lulled me into that false sense of security, you said the words.
1: <laughs> I liked it. I just don't think, like, nothing about it was like this is one of my favorite movies. Like, it, and I've said this to you before if it came on on television and I was like cleaning my apartment or like doing something else, I'd leave it on, but I wouldn't be like, oh, now I'm not going to be able to do this because this movie is on. And frankly, The Birdcage, I, like, world stop turning the birdcage is
0: on oh my god well obviously you know humor is subjective but god I think this movie is so much funnier than the birdcage
1: I mean maybe I, I almost wonder if if it's just been a part of your life for so long and not a part of your life like it you know it affects you every day but it's something you've been quoting and referencing for so long that it's just like built into your psyche and for me it was like funny and cute but like I I I wouldn't put it on a list of movies uh, that are like I wouldn't even put it in my top 30 movies.
0: It was you know good. I, you know what I want to say to you right now? Aloha. What? And I'm not trying to start this conversation over. <laughs> ha, ha 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 ha. That's what I say.
1: I get it. I get it. And listen, <sighs> I I feel like maybe if I watch it again, I I feel like a real dickhead right now, but I just nothing <laughs> like I wasn't like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I haven't seen this movie. I'm kind of like, yeah, this movie is exactly what I thought it was going to be. And not in a bad way, just in like a.
0: I think we're now at the point where one of us just has to bite the bullet and just agree that the other's movie is movie watch more you die so that we could not be such. I feel like we're competitively disagreeing with each other.
1: now. No, no, we're not because I wanted to love it. but like Because you
0: know what, Gab, maybe, just maybe, if we had already agreed upon one. Maybe I would have gone easier on the birdcage. Maybe I would have looked back more gently upon Vampire's Kiss. But sadly. Oh, no, definitely
1: not. Vampire's not. Kiss Vampire's Kiss is not what we're going for here. But I guess I you could say, Gab, thinking what I'm about saying is it's too car late,
0: too late, too late.
1: <laughs> fine, fine, fine. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, and I honestly, even like during this episode, I was hoping you were going to convince me, but you did a, uh, you had more convincing I arguments to change about, my mind. Yeah, uh, I can't change clerks? the facts.
0: I won't do it.
1: <laughs> I mean, you were, you were more convincing with, with clerks and with, what was the other one that I was like, I'm not going to let you bully me into changing my mind.
0: The thing. Oh my God. We should have agreed on the thing. <laughs> In retrospect, I'm like, damn it. We should have agreed on it.
1: Uh, I mean, you had really great points about the practical effects, but I just didn't think it was like a great movie that I I can't imagine going through life not having seen. Um, I don't know. I'm really sorry. And I really like I feel like I'm the villain here and I don't mean to be. But like, it's OK,
0: I'll be the villain next week.
1: <laughs> it was like it was good. You will be. I know it was good. It just wasn't like. I, there are so many other movies in that, like, dare I say, like, rom-com, like, genre that I think, like, I think How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days is a much funnier, better movie.
0: I think generally I hate a romantic comedy, so it, I think it says something. Really? That this. I, I think when you talk about cliches and tropes, they are all almost so formulaic, and while this one is somewhat formulaic, it feels like at least the main character is different in the sense that like normally, you know, she starts off in a very different place than I feel like they normally do. Um and I just feel like it's funnier than most of the romantic comedies that I can think of.
1: Hold hold on. I I have I have I have new evidence to submit to the court. Didn't you just say in the Lizzie McGuire episode that you and Giselle watched The Princess Diaries? Yes. You mean to tell me you think this movie is better than
0: The Princess Diaries? First of all, The Princess Diaries I would not call a romantic comedy.
1: No, but it's it's a similar. Um, she's kind of ugly, and then she gets pretty, and like she gets popular, and you know, like there there are a couple of parallels. It's,
0: it's similar a, it's in that a, trope, but it's a coming it's a, of age film. It's not a sure. romantic comedy. They're very different things. Okay, and This would not that's be fine. in the same section at Blockbuster, Gab. And as we know, the Blockbuster Entertainment Awards found this congeniality award worthy.
1: I think you know I was always a Hollywood video girl, but whatever.
0: I did love Hollywood video as well. Of course, I know. Alas, they're all dead.
1: All dead. Every single one of them. Listen, I don't know. I I, 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 really do think that if I had watched this movie in 2000 and it was like a movie that I grew up with that I would feel differently about it. But having watched it for the first time today at 30 years old, I thought it was good. I didn't think it was great. And I don't think I ever need to watch it again. I don't think it is a movie that you have to watch before you die. And um. I wanted to agree with you, like, I'm ready to agree because I really do think it's gonna make this whole process so much easier. But here we are,
0: I feel like at some point we're just we're gonna agree on something that's awful at some point just because it's like <laughs> we gotta just do this.
1: it's we're gonna have to make like some kind of pact offline. But, uh, no, I really did want to agree with you. I was excited to watch it. I waited until it was like an appropriate time to watch a comedy, too. Like I didn't watch it at six o'clock in the morning. and um, I don't know. It was it was perfectly fine, but I'm telling you, I think if if I think Vampires Kiss had more of a hold on me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, I, I hate myself for
0: it. It's a charming movie. And tell me what you think, Scotty Cameron and other listeners. <laughs> other listener, Scotty Cameron, Key Machine, and whoever else is listening, because Corey other listens. people are listening.
1: Sub Corey. <laughs> Corey, come on, say something. My mom. My mom would like to start listening. My mom asked me today how she can find this. So well, I.
0: She can find us on Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and I think Anchor, all the Anchor, anchor.fm slash movies to watch, or she can send us an email at
1: movies to watch before you die at gmail.com.
0: I realized that you couldn't even see my point because I was off camera. So that was not a helpful signal to you to say the email, but you know what I meant?
1: Yeah. But what I we want
0: to end there. this with is thank you for listening, Scotty, Keen, and everyone else.
1: Yes. Giselle, thank, thank you, thank you so for much. listening.
0: I know you are. We love
1: you, Giselle. Love, love you. you.
0: All right. And we love you, fellow listeners, as well.
1: Yep. And uh, let us know what you think by voting or leaving a comment.
0: And we'll figure out what we're going to do next week off air.
1: Yeah. All right. We'll see you then.
0: Bye, everybody. Describe your perfect date. I'd have to say April 25th because it's not too hot, not too cold. All you need is a light jacket. (laughs) An FBI agent must go undercover in the Miss United States Bugin patty put <laughs> <petty. laughs>